Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the English with Grace podcast. This is a centralized hub for students, teachers, and English language learners to practice their English and listen to the differing opinions of other English speakers. The content and focus of this podcast will vary, and my goal is to introduce listeners to a variety of perspectives, backgrounds, and experiences as we discuss topics that are also presented in my English with Grace conversation classes. So I'm very excited to have you here. I hope you enjoy this discussion. And of course, like and subscribe if you like it. And I look forward to seeing you in some of our upcoming conversation classes. All right, welcome back to another episode of the English with Grace podcast. Today, we are going to talk about cultivating resilience, and I've invited the perfect guest. So to start, I'm going to have them introduce themselves. Uh, name, pronouns, where do you call home? And then what's your cultural upbringing? Amazing. Hi, uh, this is so exciting. I'm so, so happy. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Coco. My pronouns are they, them. And uh, my what I, where I call home. Yeah, where do you call home? Where do I call home? Oh, God, I feel like that changes. Um, That's why I, I ask it. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, honestly, Grace, I feel like what I call home, the place I call home is when I'm on stage. Ooh. Um, that is literally the place where I feel the safest. Um, I literally can be whoever I want to be. Um, I can portray any character, any emotion. I can be as vulnerable as I want to be. And I just let everything out. And that's where, you know, that's why when you think of home, you think of a place where you can feel safe and secure and powerful and you're able to process. And, and that just always has been when I'm performing. Um, mm -hmm. doesn't matter how big the stage is. It's just if I have that center of the spotlight it's Love a it. <laughs> so, i would oh. say that for sure yeah that's a perfect answer and i've never had anybody take that question in that direction so this is absolutely perfect <laughs> and <me. laughs> yeah home is where you can be your true authentic self we 100 100 okay. and um, then my cultural yeah. upbringing so yes. i i'm a first generation um, so my family are immigrants from Sierra Leone, which is a small country in West Africa. Mm -hmm. And my African identity has always been such an important, but also confusing part of my life, just because being an American citizen and like having all of, you know, those cultural norms that I had to understand and learn and figure out. But then also my mom wanting to still uphold a lot of the cultural upbringings from country far from home and so mm -hmm. it's been it's a beautiful mix of things especially as I like kind of combining to this melting pot of what I want to be the super human African-American queer person and I just yeah I I love my African culture I love being here in America and just like kind of like you know, taking all the good parts of it and making it into something special. So yes, oh, wonderful. I love that. And I feel like I'll have a lot of students who can identify with that since I teach English oh. as a second language, or third or fourth or fifth language. Um, there's so many different stories. And then they they've told me that before, like, I kind of get to pick and choose like the 100%. culture that I want. And then that's why we talk about the difference between the melting pot and the mixing pot. But we'll talk about that on a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go off topic. Oh, okay. Um, really quick before we dive into cultivating resilience, Albert, how do you know me? And that can be a quick or long answer. Up to you. Oh my God, how do I know you? Um, so I 
met Grace through one of our mutual besties, Alex. Um, mm-hmm. Alex and I, it's, you know, I was really thinking about this. This is so wild. Like I've known Alex since I was 18 and I'm 31 and we've been friends since like most of co- all of college. And um, I always trust Alex's judgment in people because she just is very selective on who like enters her energetic field. Mm-hmm. And I met you <laughs> through her on my birthday, right? You guys, you don't understand. I <laughs> don't understand. It, was, it was the weekend before <laughs> yep. before shutdown. My birthday was on March 13th. So that's when like things were kind of like, oh, we don't know. COVID's kind of becoming a thing, but we weren't sure. And so we kind of like I brought all my friends to Los Angeles where <laughs> I was living at the time. And we had a, such a blast. We were safe, but like we also weren't like, nothing's wrong. And then <laughs> literally when my birthday weekend was over <laughs> everybody was like flying <laughs> wow i actually forgot about how chaotic our first meeting was this is it great. was so chaotic because we were all just at peace though and i just remember you being such a light and you were so like you, were, you didn't know any of us like we all been friends for x amount of years and you just fit right in and you were so like genuine funny you know bubbly personality and i just felt like you and I clicked, and then years later, you know, reconnected. <laughs> heartbreak. <laughs> Going through heartbreak, and here we are. Here we are, That's and now we became one of my closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It's so true, though. So COVID kicked off. We'll call it the COVID kickoff. Then it was like <laughs> two years of not really like kind of hearing about you through Alex and keeping in touch through Alex. And now I don't think I've gone a day without talking to you Talk since every July. Day, we literally have talked every single day. And I am so, so honored. Oh, no. And I'm, again, like, I'm so grateful that you're doing this. And I'm grateful that you invited me to do this. Yes, Uh. absolutely. Also, followers, I will give you all of Coco's information after this. You have to follow their YouTube channel. follow me. I'll give you a chance to talk more about that at the end. But great introduction. I'm so excited. I feel like we've already just really gotten into it, but we haven't. We're in a flow right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's start with the first question. Coco, how do you cope or deal with difficult situations? <laughs> like maybe the ones we've already talked about. <laughs> um, okay, so when I really think about that question, Grace, it's changed so much. I feel like as we get older, I don't know about you, but do you feel like is like coping has changed since turning into our 30s, which is like literally the hugest epiphany in life like it's just like there's so many aha moments for me because usually I'm a type of person that would just kind of I don't like being sad I don't like feeling uncomfortable I don't like feeling you know I don't like stress like that's not my thing I don't do that go away away. it's not I don't like low frequencies no I would just pick everything up and then keep it moving like okay we don't have time I would just like kind of just do things you know I would, I would mask it in humor, mask it in my extroversion, like I, just all the things that just made me avoid. And I had a lot of friends too, not to say that I'm popular, but like I have a lot of friends to like, they are. <laughs> to like make sure that I don't have to go in those spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, but now being 30, you recognize that in order to cope, you have to like deal with those heavy emotions which is not cute but I have it's not fun it's not fun the work is hard but we have to do it and so 
now I deal with a difficult situation being so, so honest with myself mm-hmm. and very kind with myself and being, you know, very transparent. Because some of the things like before, when you're in your 20s and you're a teenager and all that, it's just easy just to like bypass all of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm at a point where it's like, I can't, I can't do that. Like I'm 31 years old. Like I'm ready to just be the best version of myself. And in order for me to do that, I need to just be as honest with my emotions and deal with it instead of run from it. Yes. Answer the question. So you, you would say you just handle it. You face it. You don't bury it. No, no, don't bury it. Mm -mm. And it's like, read it like a book. (laughs) Read it like a book. Turn those pages, get your (laughs) highlighter out, take some notes. Oh, wow. I love that. I think everybody's like, oh, this is why she invited them on the podcast. (laughs) No, we got to, you got to deal with it because it's all, it always comes up. It always comes up. And I think resilience is because you're able to actually have an understanding of who you are as a person. Yeah. You know, it could be because resilience could be shown in so many ways, but yes, I think the biggest part is just facing things head on with transparency and honesty and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is perfect. And you perfectly segued, of course, into my next question. Um, what does being resilient mean to you? How would you define it if somebody said, What is resilience? Yeah, oh god, uh, I feel like I feel like I'm learning this. <laughs> as I go so bear with me listeners Um, (laughs) I I feel right now Grace um, when I think of resilience I think of when you're when you're dealing with a very tough difficult hard situation in your life Mm -hmm. um, and how you respond doesn't mean you have to like be like oh I'm so mighty I'm Wonder Woman like you're not you don't have to be a superhero about it but it's Mm -hmm. kind of just how you allow yourself to get oh you know sorry <laughs> you're, you're doing great <laughs> um, how you allow yourself to move past it and get over it um I am learning that with me my resilience is showing is being shown by taking time and being slow and because I feel mm-hmm. once I'm actually able to really you know uncover what is hurting me what is causing me pain then it's just gonna, I'm just gonna be even more invincible than I ever once was. And so really just taking the time and like how you're responding to the conflict, to the issue um, and allowing yourself whatever works for you to move past it, to overcome it and to just, and I, I honestly believe too, like with all of the negativity and all of the stuff that can go on, like just having kindness and compassion and love I think that's a big part. Those are the ingredients to resilience for me, at least. Absolutely. Kindness, compassion, and love for yourself. For yourself. For yourself. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. as well as others, but I feel like so often the people who are able to do that for other people, be there for ev- other people, us empaths out there. Us the empaths. empaths. <laughs> well, that's what we I'm just... saying. Because like, now I just feel like that is like what I'm learning now yeah. in being 31 is, oh, I need to be selfish with me. Like I have to love yeah. myself because it's like at the end of the day, like if you don't take care of yourself and you don't love yourself, how do you expect anyone else to do that for you? That's RuPaul. Sorry, but <laughs> like that. RuPaul, please, please. That, that's like that's a part of the resilience is just like loving all of you and then you know standing in your frame and then moving forward. And so yeah, it's and it's an up and down roller coaster. It's not something that you're just gonna have like yeah every situation. You know, I feel like. There's so many situations where you're like, 
oh, this okay, resilience. I'm waiting for you to show up. <laughs> uh, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> Come on, we're on a schedule. This is uh, helping me so much. I forgot we're recording a podcast. Okay, really quick. <laughs> I just want to mention you made me click because, um, yes, during my 20s, I think it was all about, I don't want to feel this. Nope. I'm fine. I'm happy. Move quickly. No healing. Yes. 30s, it's like, sit in the mess. Oh, God. Get a candle. <laughs> get a blanket. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yes, everyone. We listen to Brene Brown frequently. We do. <laughs> Laverne Cox. <laughs> we, we've listened to all of them. So we'll give Guys, you recommendations. We're dealing every step of the way. So <laughs> Yes. And everyone's like, oh, this makes sense that they're doing Cultivate Resilience. <laughs> okay and then the last question before we get to the idiom expression or quote mm-hmm. coco can you share a time when you or someone else you know showed resilience oh my god i know um... and again take this as you want it can be big it can be little it can be i got out of bed today <laughs> literally okay actually okay so i'll can i do can i answer this in two parts yes please um, so the first thing that came to mind when you at, asked me that question, mm-hmm. um, so when I, when we talk about us being teenagers, I was 19 when I lost one of my really good friends, mm-hmm. um, he took his own life and I also was actually, it was right around my birthday too. And it honestly was like one of the most difficult, most traumatic situations I've ever been through. And I think a part of it was because I just saw him like, two weeks prior um hometown and um I went through it like I was going through it this is like like my first like close death experience and then Mm -hmm. having it be suicide was just a a mind I was about to swear (laughs) go for it you can you are welcome to swear (laughs) okay it was such a mind fuck for me because I just I just, I couldn't comprehend like, you know, what I could have done. And so it just really brought me down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what changed is I had to really navigate how I wanted to one process my emotions, but also how did I honor my friend? You know, how did I, how could I show how much that relationship meant to me, how much that connection meant to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and even in the midst of grief, I had to perform like I think it was like the next day and um and I didn't want to go I was just like oh lord yeah (laughs) and my friend um who was the choreographer of the dance she was like I think you should still come and I think you should dance for him and that moment I really like sat with it I was like I don't know I don't really want to I Mm -hmm. really felt like moving and I still, I, I think, I feel like he spoke to me. Like, I, I just felt like this energy where I just like, I didn't have like the physical energy, but something like energetically really moved me. Like where I just ended up yeah. <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the stage. And it was the best thing that I've ever did. Like, it was like, I've never felt so powerful, felt mm-hmm. so much strength. And even though like, it was like a partner dance, I was lifting the girl Mm-hmm. but she was almost like she was lifting me up because I was so emotional and I was yeah. so like I had so many feelings that was coming out and I was able to just really like 
own my own strength in that moment. And I was like, oh, I'm capable of doing this. I'm able to get through this for him mm-hmm. and not, you know, not let life pass me by, but allow me to, you know, speak on his message, speak on his life and who he was to me. Sorry, I might get a little emotional. Yeah, no. Um, speak on like what he has done for me and so many of our graduating class from high school. Like it was so, it was so it's such a collective love for this human and so mm-hmm. i knew that at in that moment what you can do through pain and when you're through sadness especially through the arts especially especially through the arts like yes it's just, it was very magical um and i never forget that and then after that i made a whole suicide awareness show at my school where i curated all the movers all the singers all the spoken word artists um I, oh, wow. I, it came to me like in a dream where i just like had all these people that I just kind of like asked because we're all like a community of artists. So I was like, sure. you, do this, you do that. And like, um, and coincidentally enough, we talk about synchronicities, like they all kind of had some, you know, past relationship with like suicidal, suicide ideations and mm-hmm. lost people, or they've had dealt with mental health struggles. And it was just like, it was such a beautiful healing experience. And I was like, oh, like, See what you could do when you're resilient. You can move past the pain, you know? You, yeah. It's not going to go away. Like, I felt the pain I felt <clears throat> the entire time. And then it wasn't until my actual show day where I sobbed, Grace. Like, I just let it all out. Um, and it felt like the right thing, you know? It, felt yeah. like the right, I mean, it felt like divine timing. And yeah, so I just, I think that was like a moment where I felt, the, you know, resilience got me through a situation that I did not, no mm-hmm. forward yeah uh, so you cultivated that resilience by dancing and basically honoring him but channeling your friend yeah it's almost like you like when you like really like zoom out a little bit and just yeah. you know allow yourself to do and especially like go yeah. like still act even though there's still pain you yeah. know and, and take time like i obviously like i was listening to myself. So like, if I didn't feel ready to do that, I would not have done that. No, you know, like right. I, I'm a person who's very like sure of themselves enough that I would not have put right. myself in a situation that I felt I couldn't do. But it, it was beyond me, great. Like that was yeah. like way past me. And like I, I, I didn't know that then. But when I think about it now, I was like, oh, there was something. There was some woo woo that was happening. Yeah. <laughs> like I, it was so deep and it was so beyond me. And it was the most beautiful experience just to have the collective just hold me up the way that they did. It was very sincere. It was very genuine. Mm-hmm. And after that moment of just releasing all that, I just felt so strong. Mm-hmm. I felt yeah. so strong and I felt so resilient. And I, mm-hmm. and it taught me I was like to keep going, even when things get hard, you know what I yeah. mean? And so um, that's the big part, but then it's also interesting. Cause like I went through my first breakup recently and that, my resistance has been testing me now. Yes. Which I, happens. Which happens when you were like, oh, I got out of bed today. That's literally what my, I was like, I made my bed today. That's yeah. uh, a round of you applause. You made your bed today. <laughs> exactly. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> so, I mean, all it changes, like, I feel like, and I think there's a beauty too of like slow resilience as well. Like just, you yes. know, building that up. I know once, <laughs> once I am... <laughs> <laughs> on top it's just I'm literally <laughs> not gonna even be concerned I'm gonna be like wow no. I actually have been resilient this entire time I just didn't know it yeah exactly and giving yourself some credit I feel like the credit. 
just talking little to things you. Matter, people. The little yes. things matter. Yes. You made it out of bed today. Wow. Absolutely. You your mom today. Yes, you did. <laughs> you got yourself your favorite drink from Starbucks. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Starbucks culture. I'm going to bring you back for Starbucks culture. <laughs> <laughs> you go get that Fendi. You got it. You got it. Yeah, I love that. Shot. Um, okay, but seriously, I did not know that that was the story you were going to share. And that I is... Not surprised, God. I can't. <laughs> I blacked out for a second. Well, no, but it's just so it, perfect. Like that's a perfect example of cultivating resilience. And also, do you feel like your friend knew the friend who asked you and said, "I think you should perform"? Do you think that they also knew, like, this is maybe what you needed in that moment? I see. I you know, and I think I think she's also very aware of the human experience and like like the deeper side of it. So I don't mm. know. Yeah. I should ask her actually. Yeah. I feel like, but she knows I'm such like my, my love language. Obviously we have like words of affirmation and all that, but I think yeah. my ultimate love language is creativity. Yes. Like I think that me sharing my art and my passion is my love language. Mm-hmm. And I felt that like words could not express what I was going through, you know, mm-hmm. like articles couldn't express, you know, like talking mm-hmm. to people, like it just, I, it felt that my presence had to be seen and I could just move through it. Yeah. Um, I think she did know that. And it sparked so many things for me where then I was able to hold myself up and keep moving forward through the pain. So, yeah, absolutely. And I also like that you mentioned, I think sometimes people start talking about toxic positivity and mm-hmm. you mentioned when you were saying that story, like if, if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for you to do that, to cultivate resilience, you wouldn't have. And it's not about pushing through and being, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's sitting through those. Like, I just hear you saying over and over again, like slow sitting through the pain and healing. And that's truly what resilience is. It is. I mean, it's such a yucky feeling, Grace. Like I get it. I don't, like I said, I don't like feeling sad. Like that's just not my vibe. I, you know, I really, and I'm like, when you really allow yourself to go through those emotions and really like allow yourself to, you know, build that strength up, like in a very genuine space, it just will yeah. completely shift your life, you know? And it's, and then you, then you don't have to come back to it ever again. When no. you, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're able to work through it and build that resilience and you're like, okay, I, I did it. And I, I've worked through, it, I unraveled all the pieces. And so now I'm good. Yeah, let's close that chapter. Okay, we're going on to the next one. (laughs) (laughs) And also, this is tying into like, what's your? Sorry, I'm making connections. This isn't therapy for Grace, but I'm turning it into therapy for Grace. Noticing those patterns. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll start a new. You know, um, don't people do like different genres of podcasts? noticing your pattern right and then if you don't figure out what how you're healing like maybe you're not healing in the right way then it well i don't think there's any right way to heal but like figuring out those patterns and then Mm. that also adds to your resiliency because then later you will have healed because you figured out what the pattern was i don't know if that makes sense fake resilience you could could easily have fake resilience (laughs) so um i i think as as long as you're being very honest and real with yourself. Yeah. I mean, granted, I hope people are, are like, I hope Gen Z is doing that right now. Like, cause they're just, they're a different breed. And so they really are also really quickly because I've had students ask that I'll say Gen Z millennial boomer oh. Gen X. What does that mean? Can you give a quick, I mean, 
from what I can <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so ba- baby boomers are like that era of like is in the sixties, I believe. Was it like the sixties to and earlier? Oh, isn't it like because my mom is on the cusp of boomer. <laughs> my oh. poor mom. We call was her there, boomer. Was there anything before boomers? She was sixty four though. She's a boomer. Yeah, my mom's a boomer as well. <laughs> yeah, well, but then I do like I wonder if African culture is considered itself. I wonder what they would be. That's that's other th- yes, like who are we talking American about when we put these? Yeah, so like, is... what, like, what the hell is a boomer? <laughs> What's a boomer? <laughs> yes, it's a good... Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I was not out here booming babies. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so funny. Okay, I feel like now I need to have a separate podcast to talk about the different generations, <laughs> literally, but. Yeah, so uh, you have Boomer, and then the next generation is Gen X. I don't know the dates, but like millennial, the- like, we're millennial, which is, like, late 80s into mid-90s. Yeah. Those are millennials, which millennials early, get a bad rap. Early 2000s? <laughs> then Gen Z is, like, late 90s and up. And then you get into Gen Alpha, which is the new ones who had technology. New one? Yes, the kids. <laughs> the youths. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I know. I know, I know, but we will keep up. We're never gonna, we're never gonna stop learning. Always lifelong learn. learners. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, when you say that though, I tell my students a lot about, oh, this is. People will say that's such a Gen Z thing, or that's such a millennial thing, or okay, boomer. It's a big part of speech these days, so I make sure to to talk about it. But I'll okay. add, I'll add something. Like they're just they're they're challenging a lot of the questions that we had as millennials. Like I feel like we were like the precursor of a lot of what they're doing now. Like I felt like the yeah. like, identity I was, my friend and I were talking about, like we were talking about this a long time ago. We didn't have the vocab, you know? Yeah. Yes. You know I mean? And so like now they are having the definitions mm-hmm. or they're having the words to the definitions that we were creating. Yes. Then. And yeah. so it's kind of like a, this weird melting pot. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I feel like I identify with Gen Z, which is very odd because I'm not a teenager anymore. I know. Uh, okay. Should we, segue into the last part <laughs> we probably should we're gonna be here all day uh, i'm here for it it's my podcast i get to decide you get whatever you want this is okay. your platform this is my platform okay uh the last part is an idiom expression or a quote preferably related to the topic or it can be just one that you like do you have anything that comes to mind or anything? Oh, oh, if you're not watching the video, they've got something. <laughs> um, or they just got a really good text message. No, <laughs> so I'm literally trying to like break. Okay. So um, it's Our Deepest Fear by Marianne Williamson. Um, and it reads, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened by, about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, 
we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. I'm, I'm literally getting goosebumps right now. I need a minute. As we're liberated <laughs> from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Okay, again, not not I was not prepared for that. Um, okay, where did you find that? When was the first time that you came across that? I feel like that just is so of course it is. It's so perfect. Like for everything that's going on, at least in my life and this this topic and right. that's, that's no great. and it's wild because i that was a quote i was telling you before this i was like before quotes were like a thing like oh let's like write our favorite <laughs> quotes like this stuck with me i don't think i was in seventh grade it was, so it's by marianne williamson i think it's like an older quote but i heard it for the first time on coach carter have you seen coach carter before no movie? but i've been told i've got to see it oh my homework watch that tonight homework. <laughs> put that in your planner it's in it's on the agenda <laughs> but um that movie is oh my god oh my god Secret Destinies. that movie is literally all about resilience oh my god of about course about all these inner city kids who have to like overcome all these obstacles and this one coach is teaching them the resilience and the the, the whole question throughout the movie is what's your deepest fear and they just like oh. kind of, I don't know. Like, they're just like this whole moment. And then this monologue of one of my favorite characters in it, he says it. I just remember my my young age literally crying because I felt yeah. it. And I think also like at the time I wasn't fully out. I fully didn't know myself. Um, and just allowing yourself to be great. I mm-hmm. think that is why some people fail to be resilient because they just can't see themselves past the situation. Yeah. Um, but when you allow yourself to just be as powerful and as fabulous and honor all of your greatest strengths, but then also your insecurities and your weaknesses and really make it into something beautiful, you're going to be so resilient, you know, like you can make it through anything. The fear wow. is just failing. The fear is like not doing, you know, and yeah. that, is, that is when. So like resilience is all about action, even when things are not going the way you want to. Yeah. And action when you do fail, like actually when you do fail, it's okay. Yeah, you know, get back up, get back up, mm-hmm. and it's not. And, and you might fall a few times, but that is the part of the journey. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god, mm-hmm. this sounds so preachy, but like I just really like preach. Feel that especially now, where what what how I've been healing, and it is like there's moments I tell you all the time. Like I just there's days when I'm just singing on the mountains like Julie Andrews from The Sound of Music. <laughs> And then there's times when I'm literally buried in my blanket. <laughs> Love that both, reference. <laughs> both of those are can be true. And both of those are part of resilience. Like yeah. I am honoring my emotions. I'm telling myself what I need. And I'm building my strength up to become the best version of myself. And I think I'm doing myself a great service right now. I don't know what just happened, um, but that was absolutely perfect. It all just tied in so well. <laughs> Question one, up. two, three, loop it in. Coco, thank you so, 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 so much for coming on the podcast and being your authentic self and sharing all of this just amazing wisdom. I got to go journal. <laughs> I was like, I got to go meditate. Let me pull some cards. <laughs> Uh, but I love you so much, Grace. Thank you so much for letting likewise. me be a part of this. And we can't forget, where can my listeners find you? I will also link anything. Uh, but wh- what do you got coming up? Where are you at? Oh, my God, friends. Uh, if you don't <laughs> mind, I just started a YouTube channel. So I am 
a full-fledged YouTuber. Uh, early stage. I just I just did it literally a month ago, Grace. It's only been a month. Wow. Um, so please, please, I am talking all things that is so me, <laughs> so real and authentic. Yes. You get to hear about my heartbreak and me healing. You get to hear about my identity journey. I just came out as non-binary just a few months ago. So this is all new to me. Um, and you get to see me react to pop culture, review pop culture things. It's just all all of the different facets of who makes Coco Coco. You get to see it and just all in all my glory. So I would love if you guys would come on over to my YouTube channel. Subscribe, subscribe, yes. like, comment. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> I love, love it, it. I love it. I love it. Um, and then also Instagram and TikTok. I'm not really big on TikTok, but that's going to change this month. That's my November goal. Love so, it. Unapologetically, Coco is my YouTube, my Instagram, and my TikTok. So beautiful. Unapologetically, Coco. I will put it in the podcast description. Ah! Again, thank you so much. And we already know they will be back. We have. I to have will them be back. back, friends. We have so much to talk to. Apparently, <laughs> therapy with Grace. <laughs> <laughs> therapy with Grace. That's a wrap. All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the English with Grace podcast. I hope you enjoyed this discussion. If you did like this episode, please go ahead and like and subscribe and keep an eye out for more episodes coming soon.